Although the stars above won't let us be together We'll make the most of us, baby it's for the better Your birthday's in December, but you act like a Virgo You act like a Virgo Knew this wouldn't last forever I hope you'll remember I hope you'll remember We cannot force love The odds are against us both But if you want me tonight Come through and we'll make it right Cause I know, I know We'll be alright If you stay by my side Cause I know What's up, y'all? It's Fedor. It's Alejandro Hernandez. And it's your boy Tony. And we got our we got our guest here, Victor. What's good, bro? Hey, what's up? So, how do you pronounce it, dog? Uh, is it Victor exclamation point? Just what is Victor. it? Just I Victor. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to change it. Okay. Later on to so, Victor Internet. Mm. Mm, like are you that. are you already like easing into that? Because I know you've changed a lot of your, yeah. your social media stuff. Or it's on my handles and stuff now. Mm. Yeah. So, are you officially Victor Internet now? No, not yet. Not yet. Not until my debut project. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. For sure, for We're sure. gonna get to that. We cool. will get to that. You wanted to ask a quick question before. Did I? Wait. Yes. About him getting here. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Alan told us that you're in, in the pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. It's breast it, pool. It's real. Because it's, it's That's really a struggle, struggle, man. Dude. It's real. I'm, It'd be like I'm in that. high school. I got to take pools. I'm too exactly. No, that's literally me. Every, like, almost every, <laughs> every day. I'm always late to my first class. Yes. Yeah. So like have to have like at least two days, three days out of the week, I'm taking that pool. But then like thinking I'm gonna be on time, but then like last minute, so and so is pooling with you. So then yeah. I end up being like 10 you got that job rule in the back of your mind, always on time, and it just it doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen. I actually had a friend of mine, shout out Keontae, um, who who talked about like Uber pools because mm. like he only does it when he's like running super late to things, mm. and he's like. Man, people really out here paying to be on time. It's like yeah, big facts, yeah. big facts, big facts. Horrible. And it's taking you a while to get to the position you're at now, right? Yeah. 
Let's talk about that. Your beginnings well, of music. It's been less than a year. It's been less than a year of just you making music yeah. specifically? I'm like putting stuff out on the internet, yeah. But you've had like the history of being involved in music. Yeah, like and I, all that I, type I grew stuff. up in church, like um, Hispanic church, Pentecostal type. And like I would sing at church. My uncle was like the worship leader mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, kind of like a history of music in my family. And then you said uh, you'd mentioned in, in like previous interviews, your dad is in the mariachi. Yeah, he's a mariachi right now. Hey, shout out. How was that, <laughs> man? How was because gr- I feel like the cool thing about you and and just like a lot of artists that are coming up, like Cuco and uh, Omar Apollo, like all of you are like have that strong foundation of of Mexican American ancestry, and your culture yeah. is a big part of the identity you put out as an artist. Yeah. I mean, it's just something that, like, runs in my family. Like, my mom was in a pop group back in Mexico. They mm. made, like, synth pop, which mm. was cool because I didn't think my mom was that cool. And then she <laughs> told me, like, oh, yeah, we had, like, synthesizers and stuff. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then, well, like, it's just been a thing. Like, at family parties, always having my dad be, like, the center of attention. Like, he's always singing mm. and trumpet. Like, he always kills the trumpet and stuff. So it's mm. really cool. So with your family being so involved in music, did they really embrace you when you decided to pursue that on your own? Yeah, I mean, just, I guess, seeing, like, those figures in my life, like, doing music, being involved in that kind of stuff, it kind of, like, pushed me, like, oh, maybe I should make something of this as well. I should take advantage of, like, the talents that I kind of have and try to, like, develop them into something greater. And how did you start developing that? Um, Well, really, at first, I had, like, this broken computer. Someone at church gave it to me because I was like, oh, I need a computer for school. I have to type papers. Dude, like since since i was like younger like we've always struggled financially so like we always had people giving us stuff so i started off with the broken desktop it was a gateway like they don't even make those anymore Mm -hmm. and it was dusty um so i got like fo studio my friend gave me his little login thing so i got the full version and i just started making like trap beats for my friends at church like when they would come (laughs) over at night they would just freestyle over some dumb beats i made and i guess it was just like me taking baby steps like trying to see what i could do with music um, I also had like an acoustic guitar, so sometimes I would like record little loops and stuff from what my uncle taught me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's decent. It's decent. Shout out for like your pop being a mariachi, cause uh, fun fact, little known fun fact about my grandfather. So I'm actually Puerto Rican, but I don't know for whatever reason, my yeah. grandparents were really into mariachi music. Hey, bro, I got los tigres in North My right <laughs> my my abuelo, my my mom's pop. Yeah, he was actually part of mariachi band when he mm. first came to New York nice um, and yeah so like yeah <laughs> so i'm like probably like, i like to call myself a paisa puerto rican or at least that's what like my family calls me so <laughs> <laughs> big facts big facts and then for you uh when when did you like realize like yo i can do this i mean just singing at church and performing and stuff like my uncle um added me to like the um the youth worship team mm. so i was like the leader okay <laughs> I don't know. And then I was trying to, like, write songs at church yeah. like, for the youth and stuff. So, like, I would have, like, little solo performances oh. with a guitar and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it was always hard for me. I would always try getting used to, like, playing and singing at the mm-hmm. same time. That's still a struggle for me today. But I think just that kind of thing, like, pushed me. It's like, oh, maybe I should, like, write my own songs mm-hmm. and write about what I like. Like, no shade to God, but, like... <laughs> no shade to, no <laughs> shade to God. <laughs> Uh, like I wanted to write about you know, I don't know like about teen, stupid teenage yeah. stuff like but love and I thought it was cool yeah, that's real like, I mean you know talk about like whatever uh, like relates to you the yeah. most but right. um, would you ever like take that like you, you know t- potentially take that gospel route like maybe in the future like kind of like Chance or Coloring Book 
Yeah, I mean, I could I could drop a few God tracks. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> some some worship and worship album. No, uh, uh, I I used to like mess with Hillsong a lot. Like growing up with Hillsong, yeah. dude. Like they've always been very good songwriters, uh, and they always have really good melodies. So like I've always been into that kind of stuff. Xavier Omar. Oh he, yeah, he's he. That's what he does, man. So dude, like I when you be into that, when you yeah. listen to his music, you think it's about a it's, it's about a girl, but it's mm-hmm. about God. I'm like Thanks. ooh. Yeah, he he's yeah. really good at executing that. Also, like Lecrae is really good at that stuff mm-hmm. as well. Daniel Caesar, his Daniel whole, his Caesar? whole last album. Yeah, is like I thought I was, it was a girl, and then I read something where it's sort of like, oh, it's actually God, and I was like, oh. no way! It actually it's really subtle. It works. Like mm-hmm. and it I hope work. I can do that one day. That's really cool. And you're getting there. It's baby steps, but yeah, a lot of progression. So you said you've only been doing this for a year. It hasn't even been a what? year. It hasn't yet. been a year it's yet. It's gonna make a year next month, bro. It doesn't sound like it though. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. It's the internet. Like I'm it's just, just the internet. I'm. I'm. I don't even have like a plan when I put songs out. I'm not yeah. like. I'm not like. Oh, let me promote this day yeah. and then put a picture this day. Like I just kind of tell my friends like, Hey, I'm gonna upload a song and I'll just put it up and they'll just kind of like consume and yeah. just throw it out everywhere. That's wild. Cause like you've been buzzing for <laughs> like about yeah, that time it's crazy, too. Yeah. Dude, like it hasn't hit me yet that this is happening because. Like people I used to idolize, yeah. I'm friends with them now. Like Kuko and Omar. Like I used to be cra- a crazy yeah. fanboy. Like I would always be listening to their music since their SoundCloud days. Mm-hmm. And like just the fact that they're my friends now, it's like it's wild. Yeah, and also like to so the audiences, like to who are listening, like you're only 17. Yeah, <laughs> you're still I in know. high school. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's wild. that's wild, bro. So how was that like, like being a kid in high school that makes the music? Well, at school, I've always been, like, really quiet and stuff. Mm. So I guess I always just let people find out. I was never like, oh, guys, I make music. You should mm. check me out. Because mm. I've never been that type to, like, <laughs> check out my SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, people would find out. They'd be like, oh, you make music. Oh, you're yep. on Spotify. Oh, you're famous. What about now, <laughs> though? Now that you're getting the attention, you're like, yo, we got the goods. Come through. <laughs> I mean, I'll invite people to my yeah. shows. But mm. I, I still try to, like, keep it humble. Like, I'm not really, like. Oh, dude, I make music. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Google's like my friend. Mm-hmm. That, that's weird. So Speaking just, of shows, uh, you just had a show last night, right? Yeah, Underground Underdogs. Yeah. How was that? It was fun. Um, I'm getting like more confident performing because mm, awesome. um, mm. like in real life, I'm kind of awkward sometimes. Mm. So like on that. stage, like I'm trying to work on my stage presence yeah. for sure. But like now, last night was pretty good. Mm. It was fun. A lot of people showed out. So. And then... You're- Go ahead. No, I was about to say, and you're also going to be performing with Rick Rosen for his headliner, no? Yeah, yeah. Lincoln Hall. That's so crazy. You were yeah, in right City Live, street. too. Yeah. <laughs> How was, was that for you? I was you? doing backup vocals for him. Because that was this past week. Yeah, it was really tight. Um, Dude, I never thought TV was like that, because like, the, the audience is there, and they're like, we're on in three, two, one, clap. And then like people start clapping. I was like, wait, what? This is fake? <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, like they tell the oh, audience I, to clap and stuff. Dude, I actually I, had no idea about that. I, I never thought it really. was like that. But yeah, like... Like I'm running three, two, one. Everybody clap, and then they start the show. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's clapping. Yeah, it was fun though. So, what are some things that you're doing to gear up for that show? Man, I'm trying to put together a band, but it's kind of last minute. So I might just have like this one producer that I worked with from LA, mm. uh, Billy Limos. He was he made the Each Other track that I mm. have. Up. Um, he's gonna come to Illinois and he's gonna be here for the show. So he's probably gonna be de- DJing my set like live with like his drum pads and stuff. And then your plan is to also go out there, right? Yeah, I'm going to LA like I think June 12 to July 11. Have you been out there before? No, no. Uh, the last time I was in California was when I was three, and that okay. was like Linwood, California. So what's what are some goals you got out there? Um, I'm trying to collaborate with people. Like I'm already um working on something with Omar, okay, and Kuko. 
um i don't know i'm just trying to do some shows just hang out with people and like mm-hmm. try to work on stuff for my debut hopefully so yeah before we get to your debut how were you able to create the identity of your of your song so sonically how you how you sound how did you come to that how did i form like my sound your sound man i don't know it's just i always have like a different approach to each song like if you compare Subway boy to like each other it's like mm. two completely different things i guess it's just me like trying to experiment with different stuff like with Subway boy i'm like oh i've been listening to like a lot of trap lately like i want to make a trap beat and i'll just yeah like i i hate my voice a lot so like rapping was never the route for me i was like it's gonna <laughs> sound awkward but i tried it and like it worked out it worked so really yeah. it's just me like taking risks and experimenting with different sounds that's that's really what it's all about yeah and i guess yeah. it takes on its own form in some way and people mm-hmm. just like it i don't know and who would you say like are some artists that like uh it like have influenced you like the paths that like you kind of want to follow that they've left um man i mean Dude, Kuko's like a huge inspiration to like every nice. Mexican boy out here. Pretty much. Um, Omar Apollo, he's mm-hmm. he's he's my friend. So like, yeah, both of those guys are like come up me. right now. Dude, mm-hmm. yeah, like they're they're doing crazy stuff. Um, I don't know. Uh, I listen to Lucky a lot. I love. Oh Lucky. really? Dude, his who Pluto Nash always makes really good beats. So yeah. like I'm always listening to that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, we might have to get a, a victory. Like, dude, track. I want to produce for Lucky one day, like at least one song. That's like my goal. And yeah. you produce all your songs too, right? Yeah, like completely. Yeah, except I mean, except each other. Like okay. that was Billy doing drums, mm-hmm. but like everything else is 100 percent me. Mm. I never use like samples or loops because mm. I know like if I have to use samples, I have to get them cleared, and mm-hmm. I don't want to go through all that. So I'd rather just make my own stuff. Yeah, we're out here doing broke boy things, bro. We ain't got Damn time man. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. too much money do you mix all your own music too yeah that's that's been oh. like a problem for me dude because mm. that song i recently dropped that was like the last song i made on my broken computer i have a mm. macbook now so okay. like things are gonna get better bust up all right <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah like for boy it was hard to mix it like mm. mixing has always been my problem so mm. i always want to make my mixes like loud and clear like you know every other radio song mm. but it's just hard like you have limited resources mm. so you know it's mm. not always going to sound the best mm. but like yeah i mix all my stuff and i I try. Well, you know, I think that's a big part of growing up broke is doing doing the best with what you have. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Always. Yeah. And then you talk about school and how, like, that dynamic of, of being... You, so you go to art school, right, here in, in City Chicago? I actually just transferred. You just I transferred? moved in with my mom, so okay. I'm at Morton East. Morton East. Okay, yeah. so that's Cicero. Yeah, Cicero. But at the school you're at, so many people that have come yeah. out there. Brian Giles, Raven Linnae. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of the people that you've, like, you mentioned that are, are big inspirations to you, what was the biggest takeaway from them? Like, what are some words of encouragement that they gave you that has kind of, like, helped propel some of the things that you've been able to accomplish? Um, Man, I mean, I've never actually, like, personally interacted with Raven or, like, Bryant. But um, just seeing them, like, do their thing while in high school mm. inspired me a lot because it's like, dude, you have high school to take care of. You don't want to fail your mom. Like, you want to graduate. But you also want to take on this music career so I guess just like seeing Raven tackle that because I was there for her senior year yeah I was a sophomore during her senior year so just seeing like Raven tackle that and still like do performances at school and take care of because we were there from 8 in the morning to 5 p.m. okay it was a really long school day so I guess just seeing like Raven do her thing and trying to like get everything together it was really inspiring for me it's like oh maybe I should try this and see how it goes so far it's been stressful but it's working out and what are some of the things that you've you've kind of had to navigate around now that you're in Cicero um i guess like it's a completely different setting um at shy arts people are more like woke (laughs) Uh, quote-unquote woke 
um and here in Israel, like people are really ignorant and stuff mm. i don't know you That's have like weird. a lot of hispanic kids well, like saying that it's a lot of hood mentality exactly. right yeah just, and yeah no i was just gonna say just last week when we had pursued dopeness you know oscar hood ain't woke hood ain't woke yeah it's like there's a lot of things that people the community still has to unlearn right mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's really hard especially with you being an artist and trying to stand up for your people like you also want to be able to educate those around you Mm. and like let them know like dude there's some things you shouldn't be doing these are things you should be doing some more Mm -hmm. Um, so just I guess transitioning from like an environment as Shy Arts to something like Cicero you know it's tough but I'm trying to you're making it happen yeah and then let's talk about the project what's the name of the project Cause I know uh, you were was it uh, glitter ninety eight glitter ninety eight yeah is that officially dropped? Uh, I'm I'm still so I just had like a conversation with I don't know if I should be disclosing this but I had a conversation with okay uh, so like plans are changing a lot <laughs> so I'm not I'm not gonna be releasing glitter ninety eight digitally so okay. I'm gonna keep it a CD exclusive mm-hmm. um, and my next project is gonna be dropped under like a label thing. Okay. Um, so yeah, hopefully that project comes out like in the fall for sure. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about that project specifically. How many did you sell? Because I know it was only specifically physical. Yeah. Because I ordered the deluxe. I haven't got it by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. All right, the the plan with the deluxe, like yeah. the CDs, was like, all right, I was gonna go on Amazon and yeah. I ordered a bunch of CDs and I was gonna have me and my friends like yeah. print them together and lay the cover over the CDs and stuff and make the booklets. But at the last minute, I decided, like, no, there's too much work. So I ended up, like, telling a company, hey, I want to get these booklets made in these CDs. Mm. And I have the booklets, and they already finished the CDs, and mm. they're sending them out. Mm. So there were, like, some complications with that. So that's why I haven't shipped them out. So, so just clarifying for, yes, for, for, for the people that are like, still... If you haven't gotten your CD, I'm sorry. It was the company's fault. <laughs> it's, still, it's still coming, yeah. though. It's still coming. It's coming. Yeah, for sure. And then you sold out Yeah, entirely. I completely sold out. Yeah, I made, like, about $2,500. Just off CDs, which is amazing. Wild. Yeah, I was able to get a new laptop, so like that super helped. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just I sold like 150 CDs. Mm. Yeah. What is one thing that you think um, really is signifying of, of your specific audience? So your audience specifically, what is what they look at? Man, I mean, it's just a bunch of like artsy Latino kids mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know people into like that whole new indie wave, mm. what they call <laughs> bedroom pop. Really? Dude, I Is hate that, that term. I hate that term so much. So how would you identify your music? What do you what do you call your music? It's just pop music. It's just pop music. It's just pop. I just want it to be pop music. Mm. I maybe low, a little maybe a little trappy here and there. Little trap, yeah. Little experimental pop. I don't know. Maybe like maybe we could coin this. I don't know if anyone's coined this term like Chicano pop. Because like, cause like look at it, because we got like Guko <laughs> yeah. and Omar Palo. I think doing I this. think it's futuristic Los Bukis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> futuristic Los <Bukis>. yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, that'll be man. Imagine all y'all on the same. If future meant Los Bukis, if future was one of Los Bukis, <laughs> facts. Yeah, that's you. But yeah, I don't know. I just I don't like bedroom pop because like making music from your bedroom is like a real life struggle. Mm. Like you know you don't have a lot of resources, and for people to kind of like take that term, make it like a genre. Like for me, it feels like gentrification. <laughs> okay, like, that's real. Like, that oh, you're real. taking like a real life struggle and turning it into a genre. Like, that's not really cool because mm-hmm. a lot of kids out here are really struggling to like make the best music, but they just don't have a lot of resources. And that's I don't true. like when people try to profit off that term. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know. You can call it something else, but like I just don't like bedroom pop. But yeah. So thank you for the clarification. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were able to figure that one out. And then what's next for you? Because I know you have what's a few shows, but what's like what's the the plans going forward for you? Um, man, I'm just right now I'm taking like a break. 
because it hasn't even been a year but like mm. i already feel the pressure okay so i'm just trying to take care of like my my mental health just like so how are you doing a bit. self-care what does self-care look like to you self-care just going to la hanging out with friends mm. wow yeah. that's makes me feel Bossing incredibly up. broke it, <laughs> trying, trying i'm about food. to graduate in two weeks bro i don't have any of those good plans <laughs> Man, it took me a long time. I had to save up a lot of money, and mm. I'm just like, man, maybe I kind of deserve this. Like, I should just yeah. like, oh, chill, hang out with some friends, Facts. and also like with my family. Like, we've been through a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents split and stuff. Mm. So, you know, I'm just trying to like clear my head and just yeah. experience something new. Yeah, important. which is important mm-hmm. for sure. What are your up- what are your upcoming shows? Um, I have the Rick Wilson show at Lincoln Hall June second. Um, I have. I'm playing the Constellation Room in LA, mm. uh, July 6th. Yeah. For sure. What would you, so I know that you've been making music for less than like under a year. Yeah. But what so far, what do you think your legacy has been? What I think what? Sorry. Your legacy. What is your legacy so oh, far? Oh, man. Um, and what would you want it to be? So, two part. What I want it to be. Oh, man. That's tough. I don't know. I just, dude, I want to inspire like kids that don't have a lot of money. Or like mm-hmm. or growing up with like broken families like whenever people ask me like oh describe yourself in like five words I'm like oh I'm just like a boy with a broken computer like I come from a broken family mm-hmm. and I have a broken computer like maybe people w- wouldn't expect like a lot from me mm-hmm. but I guess the fact that I can like get over this like adversity and like make the most out of it I think it's really cool and like I want to inspire kids that just don't have a lot or are going through tough times like inspire them to make their art and like put it out there for sure and then one last question which is our most political question mm. that we have ever oh my god yes. <laughs> no we we, a, we ask this to every artist that's every uh, artist now what? you know it the, the question itself is like a, a two answer but you're more than welcome to like throw in a curveball if you want to but oh man harold's remus dude this is gonna be really messed up okay because I've never had it, any of either those. or. It's that's perfectly fine. What's <laughs> your go-to okay. spot? But I've it? heard good things about. Harold's. So so mm-hmm. if it isn't if it isn't Harold's or Remus, yeah. And if like chicken isn't your thing, what's your go-to place? I'm always at Double Dogs. Mm. Oh really? Double Dogs so good. Or, oh okay. Or how about this? How about all right, Los Gomales. There's a lot of or, Mexican <laughs> spots, bro. I'm <laughs> true. All right, so okay. Like, Extra taconazo, you got Los Gomales. <laughs> Gomales or taconazo. <laughs> El Milagro, you got Totonilco, you have like all these. Totonilco, dude, that's the spot. Okay. They have really good milkshakes. That's what's up. And then the last question for you, why should people keep investing in you as an artist and then also as an individual? Um, Because at the end of the day, like I'm always going to stand up for my people um, and I'm always going to just be myself. I'm never going to like sell out or anything. Um, I just want to make my music and just put it out there for people. And if you can relate, you can relate. And yeah, I mean, I'm just a simple boy making songs. Thank you. <laughs> Any last words? Um, damn. Thanks, dude. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh, come out to my show. Um, if you want to make music, do your thing. It's all good. <laughs> on my mind 
Lost me two wrongs and my rights I might go crazy tonight I'm high and I'm afraid of heights God said he watch over me Lately I've been restless Night after night losing sleep Tired of the same old people in my dreams I might go crazy tonight Might just be hazy tonight I might just call you tonight I might delete you tonight Done checking up on my phone No answering calls anymore Done checking up on my phone I'm gonna